You're listening to Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Eye on the Ball. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez, and you're listening to 1030 The Voice. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Jay, I would not be offended if you tell me tomorrow that you're not coming into work. I got a feeling that you won the, the mega million of the four hundred million. You know, it, it wasn't me, but I, I might I might have another line on some some heavy cash. <laughs> Nick Gonzalez, uh, whose name ends with an S, just like mine, just got drafted, uh, and the uh, the number seven pick in the draft. So I gotta go. I gotta go find out if I'm related to him. Long lost cousin. See if I cousin. can get in on that. Long lost cousin. Uh, according to according to the MLB draft tracker, his contract will be worth in the area of five and a half million dollars you know and say nick buddy you know i think we got some relatives back there somewhere yeah yeah good, good for him good for him see what we could have happened if we would have hit the curveball maybe played a little defense you know here's the thing i could hit a curveball what i couldn't hit was a fastball uh, i couldn't keep i couldn't catch up with fastballs i was i would wait for a curveball because it was it was slow enough right, for me right, to hit right. it or wait for the change <laughs> exactly yeah i get it if, if anybody ever scouted me they would not just keep throwing them fastballs well the thing with uh mr gonzalez is that he finished number seven. Right, number Tied seven Tied Sammy Khalifa back in 82. Right. Same team, Pirates. Same team with the Pirates. Deja vu. Exactly. You know, Sammy Khalifa, a, a Saguaro Cougar, just like me. Well, not just like me, but we both went to Saguaro, but Sammy went, went in the seventh round, had a had a decent career in the in the major leagues with the Pirates, played shortstop. Nick Gonzalez is, he's an infielder. I think he told us he's probably more second likely base. to be a second mm-hmm. baseman in, in the pros, but he's the number seven pick. Uh, um, and, and good for him. I mean, the guy's a great story. He he had no scholarship offers coming out of high school. He walked on at New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mexico State's a good program, but they're not an elite program. And he just he just did the work and built himself up. And now he's a he's a number seven pick. Dreams do happen. They do, you know. And and we we had a chance to talk to him, and I, I hadn't Great met him kid. or talked to him before. Great kid. He just seemed like he had such a good head on his shoulders, yeah. you know, just doing the work, and 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 really appreciating everything that was coming his way because of that. Mm-hmm. No, no. Congratulations to the Gonzalez family with an S, not well, a Z. Gonzalez with an S. That's the best way to go with it. You might do it. Uh, what do you call that? Twenty uh, three and Me. What do you, what's that thing? Where you get yeah. The I mean, I gotta go. I gotta <laughs> go. Yeah. Maybe I. You know, I, I've been avoiding doing. A, a, a DNA test because I don't really want to know, <laughs> but maybe you know, maybe I ought to and just see if somehow, somewhere along the line, there's a relative in the in the woodpile back there, and I can just you know, I don't know, maybe I can be his PR guy or something right, like right. that. There you, you know? go, there you go, something like that. But yeah. good, again, congratulations to Nick, congratulations to his family. Sure, a lot of things going on. Hey, you know what? Uh, about a week or so ago, maybe ten days to two weeks ago, I asked you what your chances are, or what you thought of the chances are of Major League Baseball. I think. I think if I'm correct, you gave me like a forty percent because it changed yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's been changed. Yeah, now it's more like eighty percent. Yeah, it looks like something may happen. So you know, hopefully, uh, again, you just have to think that there's just too much at stake for these guys to dig in their heels to the point where where it doesn't happen. Right, right. But they've done it before. You know, they canceled sure. a World Series a few years ago. So yeah, it could happen. But, no, uh, some money is better than no money. Doing well, what you want to exactly, do. and I and I think there's a lot more things at stake besides just the money. The sport is at stake. No question. You know, it, no it question. really is. I mean, think about all the sports that are going to be going on at the same time mm-hmm. in September and October around here. And oh my God, the glut 
even golf, you know, the Masters is in November. Even you know, right. everything's going to be going on at the same time. You know, there just aren't going to be enough TV networks to cover it all. So tonight is your first, your last night of being bored. Tomorrow yes, we got the golf. PGA tours on tomorrow. Game on, uh, live sports that you know we're not looking at something that happened five years ago or ten years ago. The PGA tour gets going tomorrow uh, in at the Colonial in uh, well the former Colonial. It's uh, the the Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth. You know all the big names are playing in it because they're all itching to get out there. Um, I was listening to Justin Thomas on a on a podcast on the way in, and he's you know you can tell these guys are just excited to play. And the interesting thing is that, you know, all the top players are going to play in as many tur tournaments as they can. You know, there are tournaments throughout the year. You know, you don't get the top players. You maybe just get a handful of them and that kind of thing. You know, there aren't, there isn't enough time for there to be enough tournaments. And these guys, you know, they, as, as Justin said, you know, a lot of these tournaments are going to have, you know, major type fields in them and so I'm, I'm excited I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen there yeah along those lines that's good news let me tell you something and this is probably not a shock maybe it is to you uh, that the NBA season will start probably late July we talked about that right. correct but you're probably not surprised that some players are a little hesitant they're a little about worried. playing of course Would they're worried everybody's worried and you know and I imagine you know college football players are a little worried right, although right, right. you know although there may be you know they're a little wild a little more wild and you know freewheeling but you know I, I you know people need to be worried I, I was listening to an interview with with Brian Kelly the the Notre Dame coach and he's just basically saying look we're just going to keep testing people and just dealing with it as it comes along mm -hmm. I think we've gotten to a point where leagues and 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 teams and conferences and the NCAA they they know there's some risk to to moving on and, and playing the games, but you know they're just going to do every everything they can to minimize the risk as much as possible. And I guess, I guess that's all you can do. I mean, how long can we be at a standstill, right? Right, right. We got to say go at some point. At some point, and I think that that's kind of what people are 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 doing and and, and seeing. So, you know, um, again, you know, when, when you're talking about young younger people, which most of these athletes are, you know, they're they're um, uh, risk with it is a lot less than say you or I, sure. right? Sure. Uh, and and so they they can get it, but you know they're because they're 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 able bodied, they're in good shape, and they're young. Their bodies can can fight it off a lot better. And I think that's one of the reasons that people are assuming that you know you can go on with this. I mean, you even heard it, you know, at the U of A, they've talked about how bringing students back to campus. Mm -hmm. One of the factors in that is the youth of the of the, of the students and how um, they're less they're less uh, like susceptible with, yeah. to the to the grave grave consequences of it. That said, you did talk to, or you were at a press conference a week or so ago with uh, Dr. Robbins, and he said, okay, that's well and fine what you just said, but now it's how they react nightlife, right. how they hang around with each other. Right. They can't screw this up. They can't, and and there's a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake for, for you know, a, a, an organization like the university. There's a lot at stake for the for the, the, the teams and the leagues. You know, these guys who are, who are going to be playing and coming back and under these circumstances have to understand that it mm. can't be about them. They can't say, well, I'm going to go ahead and go out to this bar 
or, or, or you know, go, right. you know, they're going to have to take care of themselves. If they want their livelihood, they're going to have to pay attention to this and really take it seriously. Right, right. Um, tomorrow, uh, Hickey meets with the media to yeah, talk Dave exactly gonna, about this. Yeah, Dave Hickey is going to talk about, you know, the reentry plan for, for sports and what's going to be going on there. So we'll be on that and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll probably have some comments on that tomorrow. I'd be curious to see how he says about handling the, the crowds after practice right, and things right. like that. All that. There's a lot of stuff to think about. So I'm interested to see where they are in terms of how they plan to do this. Before we go to break, we're going to have a little fun after the break with Jay and I talking about the football season. One of us is more optimistic than the other. <laughs> we'll figure that out after the break in about 30 seconds. I mean, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> You're got, all geared I'm up. I'm geared too. up. I've got my I got my Arizona hat on. Oh, I've no. got my Foster Farms Bowl T-shirt on, which was the last bowl game Arizona was at. That, I, look how old that I, is. <laughs> I planned it. No, it it came like that. It had the faded look already. Um, so I'm I'm geared up with Arizona gear, and we're going to talk. And I, I am a little bit more. I'm I think I'm more optimistic than most of the media. I've been in doing my research, taking a look at what's out there, and but uh, I, I I've got. I've got some rationale behind uh, what I'm saying. Good. Maybe Anthony Jamino will be listening. <laughs> Colin. Let's take a quick break, get to the football season after this on 1030 The Voice. Time to update those old kitchen cabinets? Call the Window Depot today. The Window Depot is not only the number one warehouse for windows and doors, we now have a great selection of kitchen and bath cabinets at Tucson's best prices. The Window Depot is Tucson's top spot for granite and quartz countertops to finish the new kitchen or the replacement of that old worn out Formica. So call us today at 290-8545 or 622-6430. The Window Depot, windows, doors, granite, and new kitchens. With the reopening of the economy, it's back to business for Tucson, and there's never been a better time to advertise. You've probably been considering it for a while, but there's a lot of questions. At 1030 The Voice, we can help you every step of the way, from creating an effective and affordable advertising schedule, to crafting your message, to creating the perfect commercial. With our Addy Award-winning production department, call General Manager Patty Ruiz at 791-7208 and let 1030 The Voice get to work for you. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez. What appropriate song as you begin to jump to conclusions <laughs> <laughs> on a winning season. <laughs> okay, well, okay, let, we're going to go through the, we're going to go through the schedule now, but one one things we want to do is want to make sure if you if if anybody out there wants to call and and please ar- help argue with me, <laughs> tell me I'm right, tell me I'm full of it, whatever. Give us a call at uh, at 520 Seven nine zero twenty forty, and we'll we'll take your call and, and chat it up with you as well. But um, you know we've been talking about this for a while ever since uh, Anthony Anthony Jamino came on the show and and uh, let us know that Lindy's uh, Sports Magazine had picked Arizona to finish last, and then our friend John Wilner backed him up with that. I I. I said I was going to fight both of those guys for that because I just don't think Arizona is going to finish last. And round one starts and so, now. So here we go, and and uh, we're, we're going to go through the schedule over the next couple of segments. So, um, And, again, we want to hear from you if you've got some some thoughts on some of this. But, uh, you know, it's it's early. It's June, so I'm going to say that anything can happen, you know, once mm-hmm. camp starts and those types of things. A lot of things can change, but from where we sit today, uh, th- this is where we are. So... Let, let me just say first that the, the the schedule breaks at right at the midpoint in half, where there's a first half of the schedule that Arizona's got to do a lot of good things, then a back half that looks really tough. 
And okay. that's the way I see okay. it. Okay. Let me before you start this, uh, and you evaluate each game, and, and I'll uh, kind of contradict or, or agree with you. Uh, going into the season, there's only really one player that anyone talks about on this team, right? And that's the quarterback, Grant Cannell. And and I mean, you know, Anthony really, you know, he kind of analyzed the team and said they've got some good pieces. They've got Colin Schooler, who was on the All Freshman team. Um, they've got, you know, they've got some pieces on defense, and that's going to be a big key with the new defensive coordinator. But, uh, you, you know, again, you're in the Pac-12. If you've got a quarterback, you've got a chance. And that's what I'm basing a lot of what I'm thinking about on. So at the very top of this, I'll just say one of the, re- one of the things that I'm a bit more optimistic than others is because of, of the drama that, that, that was around the Khalil Tate situation and the coaching staff for, I'm not saying for who's, who was to blame for yeah. anything, but there was clearly a lot of drama around Khalil Tate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, his, and his place in the program, and that is gone. And there's nothing like clearing the decks of something like that. No question. That f- can fix a locker room, and 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 you can move on. And I think that's a big a big factor in what can happen this year because the coaching staff has the quarterback that they recruited that that they believe in, and and you know. And, and he's talented. I mean, he clearly showed that he's got, you know, he's got talent. Yeah, he fits part, uh, as you were talking about Khalil leaving and, and they have what they have. In our world, it's addition by subtraction. Right. You know, and then, you know, he's got, you know, he's got some receivers. Jamari Joyner, who moved to receiver last year in his first year as a receiver for the Wildcats, turned out to be their best receiver last year. You know, they got a stable of running backs that look pretty good. J.J. Taylor's gone, but, you know, they've got, as, as, they've got some pieces. So right. I just don't think they're going to be terrible. Okay, okay. Let's, let's start with this. So having said that, okay, well, what do you want to no, no, no. Uh, I, I'm ready for okay, you. Okay, so having said that, first of all, let, let me just say, okay, the Arizona opens in that week zero. It's August 29th. They're at home with mm-hmm. Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And then they then they go to the next weekend, and they've got Portland State. So I'm just going to say right now, if they lose either one of those games, it's over. Okay? <laughs> I don't it's disagree over. with you. The season is over. They can't lose either one of those games. Did you feel the same thing last year? Well, I thought so after the Hawaii game. Right. But... You know, Arizona looked good after that, and they they won four games in a row. So each week things were happening, and it's like, okay, that was a fluke. You know, about week three, that became well, that was a fluke. They you know they just went out there and right. came out flat. They were in Hawaii, they lost a game that they had, and they still had a chance to win at the end. A key there is that those guys that crushed Arizona's skull last year, uh, the receiver and their and their and their quarterback are gone. Yeah, they've got a new coach who happens to be somebody that we all know uh, and and don't love in in Todd Graham, the former ASU coach. If if Hawaii comes here and beats Arizona, then you know I sit, we we just pack up the bags and we leave. Right, and we, end, we stop we stop going to the stadium. You know we 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 get rid of. You know I'm not going to risk getting the corona at Arizona <laughs> Stadium if they lose to to Hawaii. Cancel so, the pregame parties. Right, that's the first thing. I'll, so I'll, I'll auction off my tailgate pass and and everything else. No one's buying that okay. big after that. So, so two and zero. Okay, so they got to be okay. two and zero. That that I mean, if they're not two and zero. Everything changes. I got it. So okay. let's go past Everything those. changes. They'll so, beat Hawaii and they'll beat Portland State. And they'll beat Portland And okay. I believe they'll win those games. Okay. Okay. I, I don't disagree with you. All right. So then Stanford comes to town, and this is the first toss-up game. Now, there's a lot of others who don't see this as a toss-up game. Pretty much everything I've seen is a prediction that Arizona's going to lose that game. Stanford, and, and you have to win 
your toss-up games. Right. You, well, you have to win some, and there's a bunch of toss-up games that, in my mind, okay? okay? And this is one of them. If this game is at Stanford, I'm saying it's a loss, but it's not. It's in Tucson. Stanford's gonna, got a new quarterback. Now, the, the quarterback that they've got coming in played some last year because uh, K.J. Costello was was out uh, with some injuries. He happened to come back the week that they played Arizona, and, and, and they just stepped on their necks and and mm-hmm. you know put up a 40 on Arizona which incidentally that game last that Stanford game last year was the most disappointing game of the season in my mind because you know you just thought Stanford was had been really bad the quarterback shows up and Arizona gets crushed so I'm putting Stanford down as a win because it's in Tucson it's early in the season new quarterback I think I think that can be a win. And again, as a toss-up game, it's a win. And I'm not giving wins on all the toss-up games, just so you know that. But I think it's a win. So now I think Arizona's three and zero. So now I think they go to Texas Tech. Again, everybody's predicting Texas Tech is a loss. It's at Texas Tech. Texas Tech was a bad team last year, and it looks like they're going to be a bad team against this again this year. Another toss-up game. But you know, Arizona's three and zero. I think you know they've got some momentum going. I think they go to Texas Tech and they win that game. They should win that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've so now I've got them four and zero. What are you What are you drinking? I've got the them. Day? I've got them four and zero. Okay. Okay. Let me let me kind of go with you here. I'm not going to be as optimistic, but I'll be a little optimistic. They'll be three and one. Not. Not beating Stanford. Right. Okay. Well, let me. So, I'll get to that in just a second. Okay. So now, they go to UCLA. Again, UCLA's got you know they got their quarterback back, but you know they weren't very good last year. Although they got on a little bit of roll in the second half of the season, Arizona beat them last year. It's on the road. I've got that. I, it's a fifty-fifty game to me, but it's a loss because it's on the road. So now I've got them at four and one. And then the game that I'm going to fight Anthony over is Colorado. All right, Colorado comes to Tucson. New coach, new quarterback, new everything, and it's in Tucson. Arizona can't lose that game. I don't even call that a 50-50 game. Arizona has they have to, to I agree they with have you. to win that game. Outside of the Hawaii game, they have to win the Colorado game. They have game. to win the Colorado right, game. Right. If they lose the Colorado game, they are going to finish last. Okay? So now I've got them 5 and 1. And 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 the reason I one of the reasons I picked the UCLA game as a loss is because I just don't see them being 6 and 0. Oh, that there's no there's teams not good enough to be 6 and 0. Oh. But I think 5 and 1 is reasonable. Um and when when we get to the end of this, well, I'll just say right now, there's going to be a game that Arizona should win and they don't, and there's going to be a game that they shouldn't win and they do. <laughs> it happens every year. It happens every year. Right. And that and in in this first six games, I see the Stanford game as that game. So I think conceivably Arizona could be four and two here. If they're not four and two, that means they've lost a couple of games that they. That they should have won. Yeah, they that, that they could have or should have won. Right, right, right. So okay, so you have them at what? I have them at five and one. Five and one. Okay, I got okay. four and two. I have four and two. Okay, five and one with a with a, a, a stretch of games coming up that are going to be so hard. A couple of quick things. I do like the way you're looking at this because you're not as bonkers crazy that way because you're looking at it pragmatically. No, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you for the first six, but let me give you some good news. Can you want some good news? I do. Well, give news. you some motivation for the rest of these <laughs> rest of the show. Okay, Dave Hickey just texted. We're gonna we're gonna have him Friday. All right, all right. We're gonna. You know what? Should we make Dave go through the schedule and pick the winners? <laughs> well, he'll, he'll be twelve. Say, and he's gonna go twelve and zero, just like my brother. So, yeah, so. Well, okay, so that's good okay, news. So Hickey's I, Friday. So great, Dave Hickey coming on. We're. Uh, 
four and two? What are you? I got him five and five one. And one. Okay, I got him five and, and one. It's it's. I don't feel great about five and one, but I think I think five and one is a, is a definite possibility. And it could be it could be the loss at UCLA. Right. I think the loss at UCLA. <laughs> okay. But let's say let's say they lose to Stanford. Well, they can you know I think they can win the game at UCLA. So part of it's going it, to be it, getting yeah, that yeah. getting that momentum. The sure. Texas Tech game is, is is again is a big game. Last time they went to Texas Tech, oh my God, that was that was awful. Well, that was nineteen eighty nine, wasn't it? No, no, wasn't that that was uh, no that was. Uh, um, I covered a game. Khalil, in 19- no, Khalil Tate. Uh, Khalil Tate got hurt in the early early part of the game. Oh, yeah, I don't remember this, but it was I just do two remember, years ago. I just remember the one in '89. I think you may have been covering that game. With James Gray ran all yeah, over. Yeah, I was. I was at that game. That was a that that was an interesting game because Greg Hansen and I walked out of the stadium and said they're going to go three and eight. And then they beat Oklahoma the next week. So here, here, yeah, yeah, here. here. So right, right. again, uh, we're already going into story time. Okay, but. Um, Okay, five and one. I, I, I've got I've got five and one, and I won't disagree with your rationale because they do win when they shouldn't have won, and right. lose when they should not have. Won. Five and one, and I think four and two. If they're three and three, then they're not going to have a winning season. Okay, so so, so I'll, I'll just say so that at, at, at that U, point, so we're, we're halfway through. So I want to hold the rest of the the rest of the schedule for after the break. One, so two, three. so there's six more games. That, so we've gone through six games. There's six more games after the break. But I I, I again. I'm not going to be right on all twelve of these. No, 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 no. But we're going to post. Let's post these as it gets closer. We'll reevaluate and we'll post our. Sure. We'll post our picks. So, but I I just believe that if they're five and one at the break, you know they're obviously in in really good shape. Now, again, they were four and one last year and lost seven straight. So, as we get to the end of the season, you're going to see how things can, you know, are are going to be able to just kind of kind of flip over a little bit. So, okay, okay, let's hold that thought. Come back on the other side. Catch the other side of the schedule here on Ten Thirty The Voice. These days, most families are concerned with having the right insurance coverage. Protecting your family, home, auto, and other valuable possessions can be challenging and sometimes expensive. Crest Insurance gives you flexible options and solutions while saving you money. Insurance is not one size fits all, and at Crest, we find the coverage that's best for you and your family. Visit us online at www.crestins.com or call us toll-free at 888-881-5765. It could be the best years of your life. In retirement, you'll finally get to do what you want to do. Travel, golf, spend time with the grandkids, or just relax at home. But you have to plan for it. Start by tuning in to John Hagenson every Saturday morning at 7 for Rethink Your Money with Keystone Wealth Partners. Make retirement the best time of your life. Tune in Saturday mornings at 7 for Rethink Your Money with Keystone Wealth Partners and John Hagenson. Keystone Wealth Partners is a registered investment advisory firm. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm with I'm Steve Rivera alongside an optimistic Jay Gonzalez. <laughs> well, okay, well, and I know that I know that there's a few uh let's say college football pundits out there who are probably laughing at me already because I've got Arizona 5 and 1 through the first 6 games. But again, it, it's it's a it's it's a product of the schedule. I mean, it's a very Soft schedule on the front true, end true. and backloaded with with some you know just a really hard stretch. So that's why I mean yes I do have them five and one, but I'm not sitting here saying that you know we're talking about a ten win season or anything like that. Okay, okay. So I have your five and one. I'm four and two reluctantly. Okay. So after after the after the Colorado game, uh, Arizona goes on a stretch that just seems it, it's just a welcome walk- to the gauntlet. Right, right. USC comes to town. 
Then they go to Washington for a Friday night game. So they're on the road for a Friday night game after taking on USC. So that's just going to be a really hard thing to do. Then Oregon comes to Tucson, and then they go to Utah. So I, I just see a four-game losing streak right there. Okay, that's okay. realistic. Okay. I do. I, I see, I, you know, I mean, are there some possibilities? Sure. You know, coming into the Arizona game, USC, in the, in the weeks before that, they've got ASU, Utah, and Cal. And let me just say right here, I'm just really happy Arizona's not playing Cal this year. All right, I think I think they're going to be a, a team that's going to be okay. tough to handle. So you know, so you know, USC has a tough stretch. Let's say, first of all, they open it with Alabama. Let's say they have a, a tough go and things start to go south on them, mm-hmm. and now people are talking about Clay Helton being fired and all this kind of stuff. Who knows what condition USC comes in mm-hmm. to, to that game? Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of things have to happen for Arizona to win that game. USC is going to have the best players on the field because they just always do. Right. So. I see that as a loss. Then you go to Washington. It's always hard to win at Washington when they're good, when they're bad, Mm -hmm. and in between. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, that's a game, a new coach, new quarterback, a lot of new stuff going on up there. There's a chance. There's a chance for that one, too. And that gets back to one of those games that you expect them to lose, but maybe they win. Okay. So They always have one or two. Right. There's one of those. Then Oregon comes to Tucson. The last time they were here, they got humiliated. So I think they're going to be in a very bad mood. But, you know, every time they come here, they have they have a tough time with it. Right. There have been some bad Arizona teams that have beaten some good Oregon teams. Right, right, right. So, um, but, I, you know, and, uh, again, they're breaking in a new quarterback, too. But it's late enough into the season where, you know, he should be doing okay. So you I have that as a loss. Okay. So I've still got, I got three losses. And then Arizona's going to go to Utah, and I think that's just an unwinnable game. Uh, up in Salt Lake City, so, so that's four. So I've got four, four losses in a row. So you're back so now at, we're back to five and five. Okay, okay. I'm at four and six. We're we're you know I've got I've got Arizona at five and five. Um, again, somewhere in there they'll win one they're not supposed to win. They'll lose one they they shouldn't lose. I, I think five and five at that stretch okay. is a pretty reasonable place yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you've got, you've got them four, four and six. Four and six, yeah. I've got them five But I don't five. disagree with anything you say because they might win one, might lose one, they right. should or whatever. Okay. Again, you, you go back to the first half of the season. The, the, the Stanford and Texas Tech games are key. They, I think they got to hit both of those. If they lose one of those, then they got to go beat UCLA. But remember, you said if they lose to Hawaii, it's over. Well, if they lose to Hawaii, I'm, you know, yeah, yeah. You're selling that shirt you're wearing and the hat. I, oh God. <laughs> Anyways, I'll just move on to that. <laughs> so that brings us to the the two games that make or break the season. Right, right. At right, the end right. of the year, Arizona goes to Oregon State. Uh, and 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 historically, or, or at least recently, Oregon State and Arizona. Okay, that's you know kind of a toss up. Last year right. Arizona should have beaten them, but they didn't. Right, toss up game. Um, it's at Oregon State, so you know, you know it's and it's in November, so that's going to be a time when it's going to be cold. It's probably going to be rainy. Arizona has a bye that, that but right, Arizona does have a bye going into that, which is huge. Right. Coming out of the Utah game, it's a having the bye is a big deal after the Utah game to to set up those last two games. I, when when Arizona gets to that place in the schedule, having the bye is going to be a big deal. So now we've got Oregon State, and then ASU comes to town. So what are you telling me? I, I think Arizona splits those games. I don't know which one they'll win. I think they'll win one and lose one. So you got six and six. So I got six and six. Okay, and I have. I, I be, just because it'll make me feel better, 
and put me in a better mood, I say, you know, lose Oregon State and beat ASU. I'd rather I'd rather see that than the other way around. Um, you know, and, and ASU uh, again. You know, they're they're being picked. You know, much higher in the league than than Arizona yeah. across the board. Herman Edwards is being seen as a. You know, turns out that you know he's he's done a really great job up there, and you have to you have to respect that. But that's just that game that. Anything can happen. So you're at six and six. That's how you end it. I've got six and six. Okay, so I have four and eight. Let's assume for a second they end four and eight. Four and eight. Four and eight. Yes. Uh, So let's say they finish six and six. Are you happy with that? Given the explanation you just gave. Well, I think Kevin Sumlin gets another year. Uh huh. So he's happy with it. I think he gets another year because that gets him into a bowl game, and and it's an improvement over the last two years. So am I happy with it? I'll be okay with it. Let's say that. Well, six and six is okay, be- because really. yeah, because you'd like you know you'd like to be in the in the third year of a of a coaching administration that they're in the seven eight nine win range. Right. Those last two years have been awful, and so I just uh, you know I, I'm going to be okay with it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say okay, let's give them another year and let's see what happens. But I just you know if they go four and eight, I mean you know. It's over. They, yeah, it's over because that means if they go four and eight, that means they've probably lost all the games in the second half of the season. You can't you can't have another six game losing streak. Let's also assume because we can never assume things won't go won't go wrong in some certain case, injuries, right? Uh, corona, right? Who knows? That's with everybody. Yeah, that's with everybody, and it happens here a lot. Sure, uh, Arizona's not a big team. They get up against bigger teams and they come out injured. Right. It happens all the time. They cannot afford to lose the quarterback. They, well, they can't. Well, you're probably right, but I'm going to say that, that Red Rodriguez, when when he got... when he got His chance? No, when, but when he got recruited to Arizona yeah. and people were complaining that he got a scholarship just because of his dad, I, you know, I was out there saying, you know what? This guy can be a really good quarterback because he's going to be smart. He's, you know, he knows football. Right. And I don't and, disagree and with he's that. He's going to work hard. He's had, you know, a few three years now in the program. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's would be horrible if if Rhett Rodriguez ended up being the quarterback because of an injury or something like that. You know, um, the question is. You know, I, I mean, I'll, I'll just throw it back to B.J. Denker. I mean, when Arizona went into the the the, the 2012 season with with B.J. Denker as their quarterback, I'm like, you, you don't think? Yeah, I, I didn't it. think a very a lot of very good things. And you know, they got to a bowl game. They beat a really good Oregon team because he played a game the game of his life. Um, and B.J. Denker is that coach type of player, right? Right. That you can he, do things with. He also played for a different court, a coach, right? And, that, and, that, and that's the big question. Yeah. Okay, if Rhett, if if Rhett Rodriguez is is running at quarterback, how is he being used, and can they make him put him in a position mm-hmm. to be successful? We don't even know if he's number two. I think he kind of is right now. You know, going in just because he's got the experience. Okay. So I think he's he's considered the number two quarterback right now. So right, like, injuries can can ruin everything. Or if you're completely healthy the whole year. All of a sudden, you can have a nine and three season, you know. So, um, if, if somebody else has a bunch of injuries, let's say USC comes to town and they're all beat up mm-hmm. from that three week stretch that they had. Oh, right, right. Let's say they, you know, you know, uh, their quarterback blows out a knee or something like that because that happened to them uh, a couple of years ago. 
again, those are the unknowns. What, what you're what you're basing your opinion on right now is what's in front of you. I didn't, you know, I didn't sit there and do a position by position breakdown of all the teams. And you stuff can't like that. right now. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's way too early. I'm just kind of yeah. like, this is my feel for when you think about the programs, what they did last year, coaching changes. Stat, uh, uh, player changes, and to me, I pay most attention to what's going on at quarterback on on the Pac-12 teams. So, I'm I'm going to say six and six and feel pretty good about that. I think seven and five is actually a decent possibility. Holy moly! But what's if I if you put a knife to my throat and said, "What you know? What do you think?" I'm going I'm going to go six and six. I have hold on. Let me. I just fell off the my chair. <laughs> I'll get back on the mic. But here look, hey, look. Let, you know, I mean, look at it. Let, let's say they let's say they come to the end of the season five five and five, and they go off and beat Oregon, Oregon State, mm-hmm. and now they've got this momentum. They're feeling good, and they go into the ASU game and they win that. Now they're seven and five. So it, that's not all the, out of the realm of possibility. No, no, it's not. No, you're right. It's not out of the it's realm not, of possibility. Like I said, it's not out of the realm of possibility for them to be three and three coming out of those first six games. Now, right. if, they're, if they're three and three and then go on a four game skid, well, then we've got. Well, no, we've got I, th- big I like problems. that way. You think it could go either way, right? In, in any possibility of the combinations of games, right? So I, I don't know. I mean, look, Do you have a lot of confidence in Sublin. Um I have a, a lot. Let me put it. Th- I. It goes back to the fact that I believe that Sumlin, Kevin Sumlin, and the and the entire coaching staff is going to be more comfortable as Arizona coaches because they've been here a few years. Things are a little bit, uh, again, cleared. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some guys have left that maybe were hanging on to Rich Rod and stuff like that. Uh, uh, the the third year in an administration like this is always key because that's when you've got more of your players than yeah, the other sure, guys sure, sure, sure. than the other guys players and and again the big piece of it again is who's the quarterback sure the quarterback is the guy that they're clearly comfortable comfortable with he's their guy they've been wanting to play him all along clearly yeah because I mean they played him first chance they got so I got to believe that. That's going to be a, a position of comfort and where they feel good about their team. And if you feel good about your quarterback, you're going to feel good about a lot of other things as well. I just don't see them having enough pieces, enough enough pieces overall to compete at the level you're talking about. Well, I, I just think the Pac-12 is in a situation right now where there's some teams that are... Vulnerable? That's a perfect word. Mm-hmm. I think Stanford is vulnerable. I think UCLA is incredibly vulnerable. I, I You know, I... Chip Kelly just is not doing as good a job as no, people expected no. him to do. I don't disagree. You know, I mean, I, I think the reason he didn't catch a lot of gruff at the end of the year is because he went on a four-game winning streak last year, and all of a sudden he was in contention for the Pac-12 South. They ended up losing their last three games. But I think that people felt a little better about him. Maybe he's not as great a coach as we thought he was because his system worked at Oregon, but it's not working at UCLA. Right, right. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice with Jay Gonzalez and Steve Rivera, and we'll be right back. For nearly seven decades, Hughes Federal Credit Union has been there for its members through good times and bad. We know that by working together, we can achieve great things, like addressing your financial needs during these times and beyond. Bank locally with Hughes, selected by Forbes as one of the best in-state credit unions for two years in a row. We've got you today, tomorrow, and for decades to come. Visit HughesFCU.org, insured by NCUA. 
In these extraordinary times, 1030 The Voice would like to salute our American heroes. Of course, we thank first responders and health workers. But we also recognize workers in the food service industry, the people manning the front lines in our grocery stores. And from food delivery people to the drivers getting goods to stores. We thank you. We couldn't do it without you. 1030 The Voice, trusted local news and talk. Alongside Jay Gonzalez. So, Jay, tell me, uh, I'm sure you've had this discussion with your brothers and your friends, and this is a good debate. And what do they say? Well, again, you know, my brother Rick, Arizona is going 10 and 2 every year. So, you know, there's there's no stopping that train. I, I think most of, I, I'm going to say that you know a lot of the a lot of the people around me have been disappointed in the coaching job that Kevin Sumlin has done. Okay, fair and enough. They don't have a lot of confidence fair in enough. him right now. I'm along those lines. But they're they're still like okay, you know, we, we've talked a lot about the the, the quarterback issue, mm-hmm. and that that's been a thing that we're kind of like okay, let's wait and see what happens because now that he's got his quarterback, um, you know, there, there's a chance. So. Um, it, it, everybody's kind of in the same place, I think, in the you know six and six, you know five seven six six seven mm-hmm. and five kind of range, expecting that you, you thinking that you can't expect much better than that. But you know, I, I just exchanged some text messages with Ant- Anthony Jamino, and he's going four and eight. So I called him a body part. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, Anthony, I think like that now. I guess I don't know. Um, four, uh, four. But you can understand why we're. Sure, I, I can see four and eight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, again, if they, if they, if they lose to Stanford and they lose to Texas Tech, they're four and eight. Yeah. That's a yeah. four and eight season yeah. right there. But I don't disagree with you. There's, there's an easy chance to win those right. games too. Right. If they lose those two games, that's a four and eight season in the making. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you, you know, they're, they're not going to have any momentum. That you know, if they, if they, those two games are back-to-back so let's say they, they win the first two games then they lose to Stanford and Texas Tech now they're two and two going to UCLA that becomes a season maker or breaker mm-hmm. right there mm-hmm. lose to UCLA and your season's pretty much over and and if you win or lose that game the game you think that is a must win and a should win is the Colorado game right right and now you go into Colorado you're you're you know you're two and three and even if you beat Colorado, now you're three and three, and then you got the stretch of four games that you, there's just not a lot of hope for that. Right. So that'll get so, you to three and seven. So, yeah. So we're I think we're going to know relatively early. I mean, if they if they beat Stanford, feel good about themselves, and then go beat Texas Tech. Now you know. Now you're talking about possibly a bowl game. And yes. I'm gonna and I'm gonna err on the side of that 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 they can win those games. Yeah. No, I get it. I get so, it. So so I you know. Again, it, we're, I think we're going to know relatively early. Um, you know, if they if they have a, a, a you know if they really dominate Hawaii, both offensively, you know, on, on both sides, you know, Portland State's not going to tell us a lot. They weren't very good last year, and they're a, an, an F an FCS team. E, NAU beat them, and you know, Arizona put sixty five on NAU last year. So uh, the Portland State game is going to be one of those games that you think they're just going to get guys some playing time and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And make sure that they don't get beat up for the Stanford game. Okay, so Arizona fish is six and six. You're okay with it? You said I'd be okay uh, with it. Saves someone's job for another. I year. could live with it. It, you know, and a lot of it will be if the six and six includes a, a win against Arizona it's, State. It's then people will feel good about going into the next season. Okay, five, five and seven. Five and seven, and and a loss to Arizona State, and I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm going to hate that. Okay. Um, 
five and seven and you beat ASU, you feel a little bit better about it. But I just don't know if that'll be enough. And definitely four and eight. Four and eight. I think. I think. I think Kevin Sumlin's looking for a job, yeah. or he doesn't have a job anymore. Right. right. And I, I, you know, I and I, I, I hate to be the guy that does that and says that. No, you're not you alone. Because you're, you're talking about people losing their jobs and and all that kind of stuff. But that's the business that these guys are in, and they know that people Jay, don't have those opinions. Jay, they make a lot of money. They do, do make a lot of money. I mean, Kevin Sumlin getting laid off versus Jay Gonzalez getting laid off are two vastly different things. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah. No. No. Realistically, I, I, that's how I don't how I feel as well. Yeah. You make a ton of money yeah. for this pressure, right? And, and that's a part of it. Give me that opportunity, right. baby. That's a part of it. Yeah. So, um, so that's you know, I, I think. Uh, I'm going to say six and six. Hope for the best. Uh, I, we'll, we'll know by the end of September um, where this team is going to That's be. A, also, we and we'll talk about this with Dave. We don't know if this is going to be a 12 game season. Well, and that was that was a point that somebody made. What if Hawaii doesn't come to town? Mm-hmm. You know, what if Hawaii decides I'm not? We're not crossing the ocean to go play you guys. You know, in this Corona thing. Right. That's one of those winnable games that all of a sudden is off the board, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, so who knows what happens there? So there, that, there's a lot of other things in place. Um, don't want to interrupt the conversation, but uh, we just saw a tweet that Austin Wells, the uh, cat, the U of A catcher, got drafted as the 28th overall nice, pick. So nice. he's a first round. What draft is his pick. projection in terms of lottery money? Ah, uh, let me see. Twenty eighth pick is probably in the millions still. 20, pick uh, number twenty eight is a two and a half million dollar pick. Yeah, maybe I have Wells in my background. <laughs> I can track him down. I have none. I, I know. I know. Hey, I you, have, your guy I know makes I have more none money. of that. We're Gonzalez on one side. We're Olivas on the other side. There's no. None of that back in our wood pile. So well, twenty three and me is going to be <laughs> active tonight. I got nothing. But congratulations to Austin Wells and congratulations to uh, to the U of A baseball program and, and Jay Johnson for producing an, a first round draft pick. I want to go check my lottery tickets. And maybe I'm that guy <laughs> that won the Mega Millions. But uh, so, anyways, um, I you know well okay. I just got a I just got a text message from my wife. Who was saying seven and five? Oh, um, did she just say bring home bread too? Well, she actually said seven and three, and then forgot there were two more games. <laughs> she could be right. There could be only <laughs> so ten games. Yeah, there could be ten games. So she's going seven and five. Like we said, Anthony's Anthony's going four and eight. So we are definitely going to fight. Um, haven't heard from John Wilner, but I'll bug him. And so oh, we, we're going to do this again before. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of time. You know, we're, we'll get closer to the season, and you know, we'll start hearing about practices and mm-hmm. who's doing what and stuff like that, um, and see how things are going. But uh, you know, th- this is look. This is what makes sports fun: is that we get to talk about this. We're you know, we're we're out in the boonies in terms of the timeline for the season to start, but yet you know, we can go through these things and have these conversations. Before we leave, we've got 40 seconds. Uh, who's going to win this weekend? Uh, golf. I'm going Justin Thomas. Okay, that's your first it's, pick. It's his, it's, his, it's, his, uh, it's his hometown course. He's He's been there a lot. He's been hanging around home. I, I'm going Justin Thomas. Okay. I don't follow it enough to care, <laughs> but we'll, we'll keep an eye on that because they start tomorrow. Right. And you're in happy land with that. Right. And then our guest tomorrow is uh, Miss Carey. She was on TV show. Natty Carey. Yeah. And we're going to play some some hickey tomorrow because he's on a press conference and then have him on Friday. Right. In, in uh, Live on the show. Right. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. It's, it's a fun day. Uh, I'd love to hear some of your comments. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and let us know what you think. Great, great. Talk to you guys tomorrow here on 1030 The Voice.